Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. Well, I'm, I'm Ehud. Now, I, I think that that story that, or that, that passage you read was, was a much younger Ehud. A much younger Ehud. But would, would you like to know a little bit about that, that story? Well, I'll tell you. Years and years and years ago, God brought my people, the, the Israelites, God's people, and brought them to the promised land. And he distributed the land to the different tribes of Israel. And he told us to do certain things to take the land, but we didn't really follow all the rules, and that created some problems. And then that continued on, and eventually we forgot how to trust God. And when we forgot how to trust God, things started to get really messy. And the foreign powers, the other kings and nations around Israel came in and started to take possession of our land and capture us. And eventually, God raised up a great leader named Othniel. And he liberated us from the evil men and tyrants. And we were free for 40 years. But then, of course, in good Israelite fashion, we forgot how to trust God again. And God handed us over to an evil Moabite king named Eglon. And me and my brothers and sisters, we called out to God and we prayed, God, save us from this evil man. We need you. And he actually called me to do something about it. Well, me and a couple buddies, we felt the call of God. And so we we gathered up some gifts and we went to go visit Eglon. And so we went up to his, his palace, we went to where he was, and we said, hey, hey, we've got these gifts for Eglon, can we go meet him? And so they searched us, and we went, and we dropped off the presents, and then we headed out. But then I saw an opportunity, I took an opportunity, and I went back. See, I had made this about 18-inch double-sided dagger. And I had strapped it to my right leg. Now, most people probably wouldn't have chosen me for this task because I strapped it to my right leg because I'm a lefty. I'm a southpaw. And most people thought I was a lefty either because I had something wrong with my right hand or maybe I just was able to use both hands or I was not as good as everybody else because... At that time, lefties just weren't considered to be great resources. But I had made this dagger, and I strapped it to my right leg, and I went back to Eglon, and they had already searched me. So I went in, and I said, I've got a secret message for you, Eglon. And he's like, ooh. And I said, it's a message with a really, really good point. And I said, but it's, it's, it's a secret message. It's a private message. And I don't want anybody else to hear it. So I had just delivered him all kinds of gifts. And so he was like, all right, all you guys, you get out of here. And he left. They left us alone. And I was in the room with Eglon. 
And I've got to tell you, Eglon was the fattest man I have ever seen. He, like, fatter than... Never mind. He was just, he was the fattest man I had ever seen. Did someone, did someone say fatter than your mom? That's not nice. That's not nice. And he was, but anyways. My mom's a very nice lady. Anyway, he was the fattest man I have ever seen. And I walked up to him, and I had this secret message for him. I said, Eglon, come here. And he gets closer to me. And I reached over, and I grabbed my dagger, and I plunged it into his belly. And he was so fat that his fat actually swallowed my hand. And I lost grip of the dagger. I don't have my dagger anymore. That was a homemade. That was my, I made that dagger. And his fat consumed it. It swallowed the dagger whole. And this thing was as long as my forearm. And then his gut started spilling out. And then he soiled himself. And for so many reasons, I got out of there fast. I got out of there, I locked the door behind me, and I ran away. And his servants, his servants, they, they stood by the door afterwards. They went to check on him, and they could smell this horrible smell because gross. And they were like, oh, he must be using the can. And so they just stood by and waited and waited until they got so embarrassed because it was taking so long that they actually unlocked the door and checked on him and found that he was dead. But by that time, I had, I had left. I had rallied the armies, and we had gone out, and we had taken back the kingdom, and we were safe for many years after that. You see, I think God used me because I was a lefty. For some reason, they didn't expect me to have a dagger on my right side. They expected the dagger to be on my left side because it was right, if I was right-handed, I would have been reached over and grabbed it. And they didn't even bother noticing or checking my right side. They either figured that, oh, he doesn't have one on his left side, so he's not armed. Or they figured, oh, he's just a useless lefty. He doesn't, he's no threat to us. One reason or another, because I was a lefty, I was able to sneak in and take out Eglon and set our people free. You see, sometimes God uses someone unlike everyone else to do something everyone else can't do. Sometimes God uses someone unlike everyone else to do something everyone else can't. And as far as my story, you look it up. Judges chapter 3, all those gross details are in there. Check it. I believe God wants you to know that as messed up as that story is, and maybe messed up as Ehud may have been, God wants you to know that sometimes he needs to use someone unlike everyone else, to do something everyone else can't. You may not be the smartest person. You may not be the most talented. 
You might not be a gifted speaker, but God has given you a gift and made you unique to do something that no one else can do. Maybe you're, you're a student at school and you have this opportunity to speak positive things or helpful things, love and joy and peace and the Word of God into the lives of your fellow students unlike anybody else can because they're not letting pastors in there, they're not letting adults in there, they're not letting parents in there to talk to them and because you're in the school and you're around other students, you have an opportunity unlike anybody else to speak into their lives. Maybe you're a mechanic or a carpenter or a professional or you work at a bank, whatever it is, and you are in these environments where they are not letting anybody else in and you have an opportunity to speak words of truth and words of life into their lives unlike anybody else because nobody else has that opportunity. Maybe you have the unique skills to be able to fix somebody's car because it's broken down and then they're stuck in this situation where they can't make it to work or they can't afford food for their family. Maybe you're in the situation where you have got a messed up past. Whether it's a messed up family or a messed up life of addiction or you've got, got this messy history of things that you've done wrong and it, and it weighs on you and it burdens you and you think that there's no way that God could use somebody like you because you were so messed up. And what he's actually saying is because you have been there and you've been through it, you can actually speak into people's lives who are there too. And you can speak into it with so much truth and compassion and understanding that you can actually meet people where they are. Maybe you have suffered. Maybe you're still suffering with the struggle of addiction. And God wants to use you in something like Celebrate Recovery to be able to be there with people and walk the journey with them unlike anybody else. Maybe you've got family history. And that just puts you in places where you have opportunity to make a difference. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is in your life. But you can probably all sit there and you've thought at some point, you've thought about yourself and you've thought, How come it's only me that deals with this? How come it's only me struggling with this? How come it's only me that thinks this way? Maybe God has that unique thing in your life so that you can do something that nobody else can do. God made me a lefty. And because of that, I was able to set my people free. It wouldn't have happened otherwise. I don't know. I don't know what it is that you're struggling with, what hits you. Maybe you like a sport that nobody else likes, and you're able to talk to people in that sport. Maybe you like golf. And you're able to reach those people. Maybe you've struggled with your sexuality. But you've decided to follow Jesus. And now you're able to talk to people and share with people and meet people who 
who struggle with those same things and be able to minister to them unlike anybody else. I don't know. But if there's something that my story teaches us, it is I believe that sometimes God uses someone unlike anybody else to do something everyone else can't. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed. Be grateful for who God made you to be and all of your quirks. And let God use all of you. Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey to become down-to-earth people following Jesus in down-to-earth ways. Thank you.